Good morning. Thank you for joining us for our Word of the Day. This morning, uh, as we continue through Scripture, we're going to look at Joshua chapter number 8. Now, if you remember from yesterday in Joshua chapter 7, the nation of Israel suffered a terrible defeat at the hands of a little town called Ai. And it was shocking to them because they had just had an incredible victory at this massively fortified city of Jericho. And so they go into the battle of Ai, and 36 men die, and God reveals that he was angry at the nation of Israel because of the sin of Achan. But it really wasn't just Achan's sin. If you read the story, when Israel decides to go to Ai, they scout it out, they come back, and they say, just send about 3,000 men. We don't need the whole army. It's a little tiny town, and so we can take care of it ourselves. And, of course, Achan's sin had removed the presence of God, and 36 men died. But if you read the story, they never asked for God's help. They, they went into the city thinking that they were going to be victorious because of their strength and their might. And it wasn't them that made them victorious at Jericho. It was God and his power. And so they deal with this sin of Achan. The whole nation repents. And then we come to chapter 8. And again, they still have to defeat Ai. And look what the Bible says in verse 1. And the Lord said unto Joshua, Fear not, neither be thou dismayed. Take all the people of war with thee and arise. Go up to Ai. See, I have given into thy hand the king of Ai and his people and his city and his land. So, of course, the nation of Israel is nervous. They've, they've already tried to defeat Ai once, and they failed miserably, but they've dealt with their sin. They've dealt with the sin in the camp, and they've dealt with their own pride in their own hearts. They, they go knowing that it's not them that is fighting, but it's God that is fighting for them, and God reassures them. He goes, look, don't be scared. Don't be dismayed, because like I was with you at Jericho, I'm going to be with you at Ai. So they can go into battle with the confidence that God is with them again. And God was with them again because they had confessed their sin, they had dealt with their sin and repented, and that had reestablished fellowship with God. So just like we saw yesterday, your sin doesn't just affect you, it affects everyone around you. The worst part of your sin is it breaks your fellowship with God. It removes you from the presence of God. The Bible says that God cannot fellowship with sin. And that's the worst part of sin. Yes, there's consequences to your sins, but the biggest consequence is you lose your fellowship with your Heavenly Father because God will not fellowship with someone with sin in their life. So when we sin, we are to confess it and forsake it. And God promises when we do that, we receive forgiveness and cleansing and our relationship with God, our fellowship with God is restored. And he's with us after our confession, just like he was before. See, that's the wonderful thing about God. You know, we're always told that we should forgive and forget because that's what God does. But as humans, it's easy to forgive or to say you forgive, but it's harder to forget. Someone hurts you and they come to you humbly and apologize and seek your forgiveness. You can forgive them and offer forgiveness, but you're, you're never going to forget what they did to you. And that's always going to be in the back of your mind whenever you're interacting with them. That's not the, the case with God. 
See, God says that He puts our sins in the sea of forgetfulness. He chooses not to remember them anymore. See, a lot of people say, oh, well, God forgets your sin. God can't forget your sin because He's God. But He chooses not to remember them. He chooses to never bring it up to you again. That's why the nation of Israel, so many times throughout their history, they would sin against God. God would send punishment and judgment. They would confess and repent, and God would restore that fellowship. And when they did it again, he never got to the point where he said, you know what, I'm done with you. You've done this too many times. Because God's forgiveness wipes the slate clean. You know, the Bible says in 1 John, if we confess our fault, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. When we seek and get God's forgiveness, God looks at us like he does when we got saved as if we had never sinned. He never brings our sin back to us again. He never brings it up to us. He never tries to punish us multiple times. That's what we got to understand. When, when you are struggling with a sin you committed years ago and you're still dealing with that guilt, even though you've gotten forgiveness from God, that's not from God. That's from the enemy. See, the enemy is called the accuser of the brethren. And a lot of people believe that means that Satan's up in heaven accusing us before God. But I don't believe that's the case. Because again, God can't fellowship with sin. He can't be in the presence of sin. So how could Satan be in his presence? What I believe Jesus is the accuser of the brethren means is he accuses us of our sins. He reminds us of all the things we've done against God that makes us feel unworthy and unfit to even be in God's family. But God never does that. God puts our sin in the sea of forgetfulness. He removes it as far as the east is from the west. He never brings it up to us again. When we get forgiveness from God, we get complete and total forgiveness. And he says, I will never bring that up against you again. That's what Joshua's seeing now. That, yeah, Israel had sinned. Achan had sinned had brought sin to the camp, but Israel had sinned trying to go against AI on their own strength and their own power and their own pride, but they confessed it, they'd forsaken it, they'd received forgiveness, and God says, we're good. We're just like we were at the Battle of Jericho. I'm going to be with you here like I was then because I've forgiven you. Isn't the forgiveness and the grace of God an incredible thing? Let's take some time today to thank God for the forgiveness he offers. And if you're struggling today with sin in your life you've not confessed and gotten forgiveness for, do it today. Your sin's going to destroy you. It's going to break your fellowship with God. But if you confess it and forsake it, God is faithful and just to forgive you and restore that relationship like it was before. Thanks for joining us this morning for our Word of the Day. Hope everyone has a great weekend this weekend, worshiping their Savior and fellowshipping with their church family. Hope you have a blessed day.